You're listening to WMNF Tampa, music and news. This is WMNF Tampa. Listener supported community radio station with real music and real news. And as always, thanks for listening. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. A second aid convoy is reported to be heading into Gaza through the Rafah border crossing from Egypt. Egypt state-run media say the convoy totals 17 trucks carrying food and medical supplies. The first convoy entered Gaza yesterday. President Biden is praising the arrival of humanitarian aid in Gaza. The supplies arriving two weeks into a campaign of Israeli airstrikes that began after Hamas launched a deadly attack into Israel. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports. In a statement, President Biden thanked Egypt, Israel, and the United Nations for their coordination in moving assistance into Gaza. The president also said the U.S. remains committed to ensuring that Palestinian civilians will continue to have access to food, water, medical care, and other assistance without diversion by Hamas. But some international relief organizations are raising concerns, saying that the amount of aid arriving in Gaza is only a drop in the bucket. Gaza has been hit with numerous retaliatory strikes from Israel and has been largely cut off from access to supplies for the past two weeks. Windsor Johnston, NPR News. Israel has ordered the evacuation of more residents living close to the frontier with Lebanon as cross-border firing continues. People in another 14 Israeli communities have been told to move. There have been frequent exchanges of fire between heavily armed Hezbollah fighters in Lebanon and the Israeli army. Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus of the Israeli Defense Forces is warning Lebanon against widening the conflict. Is the Lebanese state really willing to jeopardize what is left of Lebanese prosperity and Lebanese sovereignty for the sake of terrorists in Gaza, for the ISIS of Gaza? That's a question that the Lebanese authorities need to ask themselves and answer. Because the way it is looking now, Hezbollah is aggressing and it is dragging Lebanon into a war. Secretary of State Antony Blinken also cautioning Lebanon, saying the Lebanese people would be affected if the country were drawn into the war. Detroit police say they're investigating the death of a synagogue president as a homicide after her body was found outside her home this weekend with multiple stab wounds. NPR's Emma Bowman reports. Samantha Wool was president of the Isaac Agri Synagogue in downtown Detroit. In a statement, the synagogue said it was shocked and saddened to learn of her unexpected death. Wool was also active in democratic politics. She worked for both Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin and on the re-election campaign for Michigan's Attorney General Dana Nessel. Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan said her death has left a huge hole in the Detroit community. Police have not released a motive for the killing and urged the public not to jump to conclusions in the meantime. Emma Bowman, NPR News. And this is NPR News from Washington. The striking actors union and Hollywood studios say they're ready to resume talks. NPR's Chloe Feltman reports the development comes after negotiations broke down nearly two weeks ago. In a statement issued on the 100th day of the strike, the actors union SAG-AFTRA's negotiating committee expressed relief about the resumption of the talks on Tuesday in Los Angeles. It is clear that the strength and solidarity shown by our members has sent an unmistakable message to the CEOs, the statement said. Negotiations last broke off on October 11th when the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, the trade association that represents the studios, said that the gap between both sides was, quote, too great to continue discussions. The actors and the studios had disagreed over a number of issues, among them revenue sharing on streaming services and protections against the use of artificial intelligence. 
Chloe Veltman, NPR News. Mainland Mexico is getting heavy rainfall from what is now Tropical Storm Norma. Norma made landfall as a Category 1 hurricane near the resorts of Los Cabos. Yesterday, Hurricane Tammy is in the uh, is in the Caribbean. The National Hurricane Center says Tammy is pulling away from the northern Leeward Islands this morning. Major League Baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies have taken a three games to two lead in the best of seven National League Championship Series. The Phillies beat Arizona last night to move to within one win of a second straight World Series appearance. Game six of the American League Series between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers is tonight. The Astros also have a three games to two lead. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News from Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the George Lucas Educational Foundation, creator of Edutopia. For 30 years, committed to advancing educational innovations and research that improves pre-K to 12 learning. More at edutopia.org. Hi, I'm Stefan Kruger. I'm Lilian Vieira. I'm Stefan Schmidt. We are Zuko 103 and you're listening to WMNF 88.5 FM, Community Conscious Radio. <laughs> WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support and donate by clicking on the tip jar. Explore your community at WMNF.org. Now you don't have to wait till 9 a.m. to hear Democracy Now! You can hear it every morning at 8 a.m. on our HD3 channel, The Source. You can hear it on your HD radio in your car or hear it online at WMNF.org forward slash listen. That's Democracy Now! weekday mornings at 8 a.m. on WMNF's The Source and 9 a.m. on our main channel. And it's replayed on The Source at 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. Hi, I'm Sean, and I hope you tune in to my interview show called Tuesday Cafe every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 WMNF. I interview environmentalists, politicians, social justice activists, academics, and other experts about topics that impact you right here in the Tampa Bay area. I focus on issues that are important locally and across the whole state of Florida. The show is called Tuesday Cafe with Sean Canan. It's every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 FM, WMNF Tampa, and on WMNF.org. Hi, this is Mitch Perry, reporter with the Florida Phoenix and one of the co-hosts of the new public affairs show here on WMNF called The Skinny, where we give you the real straight deal. I'll be joined every Friday morning at 11 a.m. with my co-hosts, Ben Montgomery and Ray Roa, editor-in-chief of Creative Loafing, as we get in-depth on some of the biggest stories happening in the Tampa Bay area and Florida. That's this and every Friday at 11 a.m.
shouted. This plan the coward isn't ours. This man is proud. Keep the scandals out. Now if it ain't what we about, it's irrelevant. U.S. policy route, embarrassing. Never leaving you without. We got medicine. And we never been. We got better sense. Hard move, revolutionary, black militant. Death to the Minutemen. Checks to the immigrants. Streets still feeling it. We still killing it. We still slaughtering. Hawks feed the innocent. Read the imprint. Gorilla Funk was birthed out of necessity. Collectively, respectively, to be head to beast on behalf of the left wing. Scared to speak. Now get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Get on up. This is Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. Taking your telephone calls, find the right version of that one. <laughs> that, was sped right. up. that was the sped up version. That was the sped up version. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan and Tim, we had the slow down version. <laughs> With music playing every time. Was, you know, we'll find it. We'll find it, folks, and we're going to get out here. We're going to get that butt meat moving. And uh, this morning, this beautiful Sunday morning, actually, uh, a little chilly outside. Lovely. 11 minutes, 11 minutes after 9 a.m., this Sunday morning, and uh, this is your host, Walter Smith II, along with my main man, Mobili, member of the 4th Estate crew. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so let me put it out there. We, we do, we are, we are looking for new gang members for the, for the state crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing intake. We're doing intake. So and those your people, gun is your brain. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, we do throw up gang signs here, <laughs> and we, but you can come in and if you are an intern uh, at one of the universities with regard to broadcast journalism, you want to do research. This is a place to come. Check us out uh, at the WMNF Studios here. On 1210 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. And. Wait, you're replacing me? No, I'm kidding. Oh, man, come on, dude. What are we doing here, bro? So, so we got. Um, we, we, we're looking for people to come in and come learn the boards, right? Yeah. Um, people to come in and do research. Uh, and. Um, check the phones. Make sure we get these phone, these phone calls right. Um, and just make sure that, you know, we, we, you learn a lot. You learn a lot when you come in and work with us, okay? We will um, have you be an expert yeah. at this thing. I'll teach you myself. There you go. <laughs> there you go. My Billy got this thing. No, we, but we, we are looking for uh, for volunteers who want to come in and learn the, the uh, trade of radio. Radio. Right here on the Sunday Forum. And you will be a member, initiated member of the For the State crew. <laughs> mm-hmm. By way of these boards mm-hmm. over here. Come check us out. All right. Speaking of the boards. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of the boards. Um, so we have in the studio with us this morning, Brother Nasir. Fanning, you like the way I rolled that up, Nasir, <laughs> Nasir Fanning. He is a uh, a producer, director, and um, talented playwright right here in the Tampa Bay area. 
And he has uh, drug along with him one of the people who will be playing... (laughs) 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 Who will be playing uh, a very intricate role in this play called To Hell and Back. To Hell and Back. This you hear that? You heard? You hear that? <laughs> when that sound demonic, it sounds demonic. Didn't it? That's right. This is a person who's playing that lead demon is none other than Miss Debbie Presley from Lake City. <laughs> Debbie. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> A lot of people don't. Debbie and I go back over 30 years. Over 30 years. She's a very good friend of mine. Um, and we are both family ones. We're rappers. Yes. To the bone. To yes. the bone. To the bone. Um, yes. So that's a lot of calculus classes, chemistry classes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of laughing. Yes. A lot of tears over them else we got. Oh, yes. <laughs> and them bell curves we were yep. praying for. <laughs> praying. But you're on the other side other of the side curve. Of good, man, look at here. Other side of the curve. Woo! Woo. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Osterfield Anderson. Yes, Dr. Osterfield Anderson. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. One of the best to do it, baby. One of the best to do it. Yes. Yeah, he's seen you on the Mars somewhere. <laughs> if you if you act up in his class. Oh, wow. Because you, you were... You were, how did he say? He said, uh, because you are a waste, you are being a waste of your your mother and father's dreams and aspirations. <laughs> you, talk, you talking about dancing in the class, boy. Boy, you, you felt bad after he got finished with you. Okay, I didn't know that quote because that wasn't me. I was. No, whatever, child. man. Whatever. <laughs> you heard him say it. Don't, don't act like. Oh, man. I was not, I was not. A waste of my parents' dreams, <laughs> hopes, dreams, and aspirations. And I was not sent to Mars somewhere. Okay, I'm talking about Dr. Addison was sending you off to Mars or Uranus somewhere. He would. And, and, and tell you flat out, you are a waste of, you are being a waste of your <laughs> mother and father's hopes, dreams, and aspirations. Oh, he got me first day of class. Did he? First day of class. So I graduated high school early. I actually went to college at 17 because my at a late birthday. Mm-hmm. So 17 years old, first class, first college class, first college class, FAMU campus. I get up and I had an early, it was early morning. It was like eight o'clock in the morning class. And I'm going there and I got lost. I don't know why it did dawn on me. Hey, find your classes before the first day. No, I ain't think about that. Mm-mm. Nope. Got lost. Ended up going to Dr. Anderson's class late. Oh, and his Lord. classes are always packed. And the way it, it was, you entered the class at the front. So I came in in the front and, <laughs> oh, he was teaching. And he stopped and turned around and looked at me. And that was all she wrote. Ooh, he left me. He, he, ooh, he let me have it. <laughs> first day of class. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Dr. Anderson is now literally Dr. Anderson is uh, ninety six years old, I believe. Wow. 97 years old. Wow. He actually taught my father. Yeah, wow. he taught my mom. Yeah, he taught my father, who was eighty seven. Yeah, wow. But he died when he was eighty seven years old. Wow. So uh, he taught my father. He taught all of us. My 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 mm-hmm. father, wow. my brother, my mm. sister. He taught me. Yes. You know, and we grew up with Dr. Anderson, so we knew we knew something. But uh, shout out to Dr. Anderson, and just for the record, he is the father of uh, of one of our very good friends, writer, producer Gregory Anderson, who is in California right now. Uh, who actually, I, I knew Greg because we grew up together uh, in Tallahassee. Literally, wrote "Stomp the Yard." Stomp the yard. Wow. He wrote that his senior, junior, senior year of high school. And, oh, I didn't and, know that. High yeah, school. he polished I didn't it up. Know it was high school. He polished it up by freshman year of college, and never released it until mm-hmm. everybody saw it, like wow. after like two thousand something. Right. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Side note for Gregory, because mm-hmm. <laughs> in college we were, we were good friends. 
He was also in Dr. Anderson's class with me, and he was sitting <laughs> yeah. next to me. Yeah. He's the, yes. he, oh my gosh, very funny guy. He was sitting sit next to me, and he would say things in my ear. So I'm sitting there in class, <laughs> I'm laughing, and he's sitting there with a straight face like, I don't know what's wrong with her. And I'm cracking up, like thinking, oh, please, please don't say anything to me. It's not me, it's him. <laughs> Gregory. Yeah, okay. right. You know I'm going to get you when you get home, don't you? Right. Oh, he used to, oh, he used to be on Gregory. He used to get on. That's enough, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> you only got that one person in class you can't sit next to. Yeah, exactly. Gregory Anderson. Oh, yeah. He would always, he, I would go in there and be seated, and he would pull his chair right next to me, and be sitting there talking the whole time, whole time, in my ear. <laughs> whole time. Boy, I tell you. Nasir. What's up? My man. How you doing? How you doing, brother? I'm good. How you doing? All right. Uh, uh, Nasir Fanny. Yes, sir. That's me in yes. the flesh. <laughs> to hell and back. Tell us about this plate, um, Nasir. Well, first off, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be up here um, to this morning. This is awesome, awesome ex exposure no experience. Um, but to Helen back, you know, this is actually going to be my second time running this show. Mm -hmm. um, my company, Kingdom Acting, it was, you know, in the beginning, I had um, wrote this show for my church, uh, called Heber, Heber Family Life Center off of Nebraska Avenue. And... I had wrote this show for my church and my pastor, he, I call him my, my papa. He's like a grandfather. I've been with him since I was a kid. And he was like, why don't you just start your business? This is the time to start your business. So this was, you know, 2021. Um, and this is around the same time I actually met Debbie. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, you know, I, I wrote this show, you know, because it was just, you know, a, a dispensation. You know, I believe the Lord, the Lord spoke to me. It's like people need to know what hell is like. People mm. need to know mm. what, you know, the experience would be like if they died and they weren't living for me. Right. And wow. so I had to go on this study about what hell was and I read this book um, called Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Kay Baxter and you know just started looking up scriptures in the Bible and just started you know just kind of understanding and getting the revelation of hell for myself and what that would be like and just kind of put myself in that you know predicament. So when I wrote this show, um, I just say this like Holy Spirit just breathed through me while I was writing. Wow. Um, he just kind of just he was breathing through my fingers. I, I just remember looking up and the show was done and. Um, but I'm going to, you know, when it, I can say that this show is about a young man um, who was rebellious. He had unforgiveness in his heart towards, you know, his family, his, his, his parents specifically. He decided to, you know, just go and do his own thing. He decided to, I'm leaving. You know, I'm not, you know, we have a lot of those, you know, people that have teenagers and people, this happens every day. But he gets in trouble. He gets caught up in some, you know, gang violence, I'll say. Mm -hmm. um, but then he finds himself in a coma, right? Now the question is, can he, before I even get to that point, he goes through hell. He experiences different things. He, he uh, sees different people. He finds people that he even knows that are there, right? People he looked up to, his friends. Uh, you know, he sees all these people, parents, people that taught him things. Right. And he notices these people that were in hell because something that they did that lacked, you know, that, that they fell out. They were in a, what's, what the word, what's the word I'm trying to say? They were in a broken fellowship with God. Mm. A lot of them, and they had people that did not give their life, you know, properly. They had, we had people, you know, and the moral of this story is, right? If you don't live for God, who are you going to live for, right? Mm. Where are you going to end up? Where are you going to spend your last days? So I wrote this show as, you know, to see the experience of, what what that would be like for them. And so while he's in a coma, the question now is, will his faith be able to get him out? Because right, he's only in a coma. He's not officially dead. He's still alive. But to the to the naked eye, he looks dead. So you know how, you know, and I truly believe that it's a will of a person whether they stay or whether they go or leave this earth when they're on that in that sick bed. They can fight Absolutely. or they can when they see or when they see God, they can say, you know what, I'm just gonna go and be with the Father. But in this instance, he didn't see God. He saw something else. So could his faith get him out or was he too afraid to stay? I mean, you know, to say to fight. Or was he too afraid? So this, you know, this momentum, this show, you know, really highlights that. And I hope I, you know, gave a clear depiction of it. Uh, without I would trying be to terrified. Get too much. 
<laughs> I'll be terrified. Dude, a coma? First coma. of all, first of all, I have no idea what it is to be in a coma except to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like a deep, deep sleep. Sleep, yeah. And it's like, if that's all you see, and you're yeah. fighting to get out. Out of there, yeah. It's it's so powerful. This show is actually backed by popular demand. Um, the first, and I call this one to hell and back 2.0 because I added some things, you know, shifted a few things, added, changed some lines, made some stuff, stretched, you know, because the first show I've had nothing but, I did two shows in one day and I just had nothing but accolades. And people would ask me years later, imagine 2021, 2023, people still asking me about the show. Like, when are you going to do this show again? When, when is this going to happen? Wow. I got to come see this show. When, when is it? When is it? So I said, you know what? And this, um, this summer, because uh, I was actually going to go on tour. I mean, Debbie was going to try to plan a tour um, to do one of these shows. And Holy Spirit said, no, wait, wait, just wait for a second. And so I said, okay. So I was going to do another show, and he said, no, don't do that show yet. It was going to be trafficked about human sex trafficking because we know, you know, Tampa Bay is a lot huge for that. Oh, yeah. And so he said, no, don't do that yet. I said, okay. He said, do to hell and back. It's time for that. It's time. He said, because I'm on my way back. So it's time to do to hell and back again. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why we're here. Wow. Yeah. Listen, man, I think, I got to tell you, Mobili, a coma dog. Yeah, I know. A coma. That's pretty serious. <laughs> okay. But, you know, people can still hear you, I think, when you're in a coma. So it's important what you say to them. Take yeah. the wheel. Take oh, the wish, wheel. Take the I wheel. I wish the listening audience could see, see you. Right normally now. they can. I normally they, they can. can see yeah. you right because now. literally, I usually have the show on here, but today I was just so exhausted. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. But this is. It sounds, it sounds like the making of a very good horror movie, <laughs> right? That is a Christian oh, yeah, I get movie. It. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Think about it for a moment. There, I mean, because there was a movie out that was it, it was called, and 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 everybody was it, they took it off the market for a while, and then put it back on. Wow. It was called. Take me to hell. It's called Take Me to Hell. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, I, think remember, I that? remember that. Uh-huh. And, yes. and and it was a girl. The it, the basis of it was there was a, a young lady who, um, she was living wrong. She was living wrong, wow. and and she and she got so caught up in what she was doing right. that she made a comment. Wow. You know, just you know, take just take me, you know, take me to hell, or whatever. Then blah blah blah. Yeah. Well. She was dragged to hell. The demon. Wow. Wish was granted. Ultimately, your wish was granted. Wow. That just shows life and death is in the power of your tongue, though. It right. is. It is. Right. Well, right. listen, Absolutely. why do you think they call it spells? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. what do you do with a word? You yep. spell a word. Yep. yep. Right? Yep. I mean, it, it, you know. I and, and, about and, that. The, yeah, it's true. I mean, wow. you know, you, the, the, power of, the power of life is in the word. Yeah. I ain't trying to, hey, man, listen, you don't want me to be your preacher. <laughs> That's one thing you don't want me to be is your preacher. Wait but minute, I, I know a little no. something. And, and and the basis of that concept, listen, man, I mean, yeah. to the hell and back, listen, it, it just the title is, is catchy and people say, you know, man, I've been to hell and back. No, you haven't. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah, no, you have not. You have no, you've not. No, you really haven't. No, you've not. You, you've had it. You had some trial and tribulation. Right. Right. I've had some good times. Oh. And some bad days. Huh? Oh. <laughs> All right. I've had some hills oh. <laughs> to climb. All right now. All right. Imagine this, though. Right? You're in hell. That was Walter, by the way. Walter, you. Yeah. Ah, let me start. Let me start. Let me start. <laughs> that was me, buddy. AKA Mama <laughs> that, look, look, me and me and I see it. We're going to. We're taking this on the road. <laughs> yes, we're yes. This on the road. Let's do it. I'm all for it. But imagine this. Imagine being in hell, right? And everything that was spoken to you, all of your life, every everything that was somebody taught to you, said to you, 
say, live this way, do this, don't do that, don't do this. Imagine, right, you in hell and you can't forget and you can't unhear any of that. All of that is just rushing to you and the demons are using it, using that to your torment. You know, you have these people that are on earth that have these major impacts. But the Bible talks about your, your, your impact on earth, right? If you lead people in a negative way, you're leading people away from God. Imagine that's, that's the size of your impact in hell. That's going to be the size of your torment in hell. So if you're leading billions of people, guess how big your torment about to be in hell? Especially if you, especially if you know right from wrong. So we actually get into that in the show as well. Mm. You can hear every preacher that ever spoke to you, every prayer that was prayed to you, every person that told you, hey, every warning. Can you think of the cinematic experience? I, I, <laughs> the cinematic experience of this whole thing is like, you know, like you said, you wish you could see. The, yeah, man. I really wish they could, the audience could see you. See me, I'm yes. telling you. I really wish they could. Man, that's, it. listen, and, and it's not it's not a bad thing for me to say, that's disturbing. <laughs> You're right. That's disturbing. It should be. Yeah. And it should, it should it bother should you be. enough that you would want to come and see this play. Mm -hmm. Yes. Ultimately, and I'm going to put it out there, ultimately to be a movie. Yes. That's yes. my word. That's so my you're word. Like the fifth person that has told me to make this a movie, or maybe the tenth. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think we might end up making this a film, Dev. Call so. up Gregory Anderson. Yeah, Greg Tyler. <laughs> Somebody was hey. Yes. To yeah. Helen Beck, ladies and gentlemen, to Helen Beck, uh, Nasir Fanning. Uh, listen, man. This is going to be on Saturday, November 11th. Yes. Saturday, November 11th. Saturday, yes. November 11th. Yes. That's right. The Christian play, To Hell Amen. and Back, Saturday, November 11th, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., 7 p.m. Don't be late. It's going to be at 30651 Wells Road, Wesley Chapel, the Center for the Arts at Wesley Chapel. Uh, that's going to be on Wells Road. I'll just put it this way: the Center for Art for the Arts at Wesley Chapel. Check it out. Yes, Check yes, it out. please. To hell and back. Also, um, oh, you, you can get the tickets. Yes, you, you can get the you tickets. Can get the tickets. Get your tickets at kingdomacting.com. Yep. Kingdomacting.com. Kingdomacting.com. All right. To hell and back. Now, Sir Fanning. Thank you very much for coming in, Thank brother. Thank you. We're gonna see you again. Yes. Um, hey man, let's make this a reality, dude. Yes. The, the, the disturbing, <laughs> disturbing, excellently disturbing play to hell and back. Thank you. Thank you very much, Debbie. Thank you for coming. Walter, thank you for having us. All right. Don't ever come to my house again. Cause because <laughs> you the lead demon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I will be taking you there. Right, 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 yes. right. She's in. She's in character right yes. now. She's in character right now. <laughs> no, let me tell you, she's in character every day, y'all. Let, let me say, no, let me tell you. Thank you very much for coming in. Of course, both thank of y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. I look forward to this. You should look forward to it, folks. To Helen back by Nasir Fanning. Check it out, November, Saturday, November 11th, 7 p.m. at the Center for the Arts of Wesley Chapel. Thank you. Um, get your tickets at kingdomacting.com. Kingdomacting.com. Check it out. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right. Folks, we're going to take a break and come right back. We got to get down into it right here on the Sunday Forum.
We're back on the Sunday Forum. This is your host, Walter L. Smith II, along with my main man, Mobili. Oh, here. <laughs> for the state crew. Hey, man, listen, Saturday, Saturday, um, this past Saturday, we had what was called the Carol Camisa Environmental Justice Think Tank series. Yes. That was amazing. 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 You understand? Um, you got La over here. Um, <laughs> Hollering in my in my um microphone, uh, they decide they're gonna hang around with us and hang and hang hang tight, right? So Nasir and Nasir and Lasizel are gonna so stay with us, uh, in the in the <laughs> and Debbie gonna stay in the, in the studio with us as we as we do the show. So so check it out, um, you know as we talk about the things that go on around the world and we talk about G seven summit. And all the environmental issues and things like that. Everybody knows I'm the environmental man, right? Uh, but buddy of mine called buddy of mine called me Papa Earth. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, right, dude. No, that's very accurate. Whatever, man. I'm sorry, that's very accurate. Oh man. <laughs> so he calls me call Papa Earth because it's like it's like I take your hand, I I swatch your hand for doing wrong, right? And you know. Yesterday, we we the subject was um, what was the was to get funding. The issue was how do we get funding to our communities regarding the IRA, the, Infl- the, the Inflation Reduction Act. How do we get that done? People are trying to get this Inflation Reduction Act money that's been put out there, right? In this year, is is churches are trying, um, individuals are trying. Uh, businesses are trying to get solar on their businesses and things like that. Listen, and there's a reason why they're fighting so hard to get solar on their... Of all the things you could possibly be fighting for, why are you fighting so hard to get solar? Why? Because you need to lower your electric bill. Right. But why are we fighting so hard to do that? Because there are people out there who are suffering because their electric bills are too damn high. <laughs> what, what, what... We have testimonies from women, ladies, who came in, like, in, in drove. They came in a pack. Yes. They came in a pack. Like you understand me? in a pack. Literally in a pack. In a pack. Wow. Okay. And they testified on film and in person about issues that they were facing with having to pay this extraordinary amount for their electric bill. Tico should be ashamed of itself. Oh, yeah. Right. They should be ashamed for what oh, they yeah. did. They should. Four times, four, they went back to the to the council to get to the commission, to this commission, to get an increase for uh, for for paying for energy rates. Wow. You understand? Wow. Now, mind you, the kilowattage has not changed. Right. None of that's changed. Right. But they claim that what what's happened is you, they put it on you, you, the user, are using more energy now. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you on this plan, right? Mm-hmm. Where So this happened. This actually happened. Uh, so Friday, my wife and I go out, um, and uh, we take our son to go to his, his scuba diving class, right? Mm-hmm. And we just, we're like, you know, all elated and everything like that. And, and then, then we're sitting there and a, a ring, the ding goes over my phone, right? Anything I'm do with money, this ding goes over my wife's phone, not, <laughs> not my phone. It goes over her phone, right? Yeah. I don't, you ain't got no money. I got, yeah, okay. <laughs> my wife got money. Okay, all right. I, I just accept it and let, and let it ride. Because um, she's even better at it than I am. So I'm like, hey, knock yourself out. You know, let's stress on me. Um, But literally... The ding hit, and it was from Tico. Wow. It let us know that we had a bill of 700 and some dollars Mm-mm. that needed what? to be paid. No. Wait a minute now. What? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Our bill had been 300 and some dollars before. What? Mind you, it was 300 and some dollars after the rate increase. It already raised it, yeah. Why do we have a $700 bill? Well, we were told, well, no, 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 don't worry about it. It was part of, it's part of the discount. What discount what is that? Discount, is that? <laughs> right. discount. You go from three hundred to seven hundred dollars. Right. Discount. So this is what this is what was explained to us. Wow. We entered a program, right, where our electricity was going to be lower than you know because it's going to be discounted. 
Mm. Okay. All right, I like that. It's better than one go for that, right? <laughs> when, uh, under what dis- definition of discount, under what definition of discount does the rate or the amount that's being taken off, um, that, that's being brought back to you somehow for you to end up having to pay it? Wow. What's the purpose of the discount? Right. It's so they, discount. what they do is they bring it back so you get your regular bill and you get a bill on top of that, which is your discounted amount that they took off the entire year. What? Oh, no. no. Okay. Now, 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 now. We'll be, I, look, I wish y'all had a camera so you can see my Billy's faces now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so understand something. This happened to me. Right. To our family. Right. So you can imagine what's happened when it's happened to somebody else. Right. Right? Right. Okay, I have an, a friend who's an attorney the same thing happened to him. I will not mention his name. He's very well known. But the same thing happened to him and his family. Wow. Right? It does not matter who you are. Right. Right. I said this yesterday. You remember I said this, Debbie? Right. You Debbie was there yesterday. I yeah. said, listen, you know, people crap on other people. Mm-hmm. Right? And what ends up happening is we forget about the fact that every single person, no matter who you are, where you're from, or anything, is only one paycheck or one bad decision from hitting rock bottom. That's right. Mm. From a disaster. That's right. Mm -hmm. These people are so disconnected from, they sit in their ivory towers, Right. right? And they make their millions of dollars, and they think that no one can touch them. Mm -hmm. Right. We finna touch you. Yeah. We're finna touch you. We're finna make you understand, Tico. That, that was the whole purpose of yesterday. We're finna make them understand That's right. mm-hmm. what this means. Yeah. Okay? So, we got together yesterday, and we listened to what everybody had to say. All the people that came there, the testimonies. And we got together in groups. And we spoke about different actionable items and things that can be done in order to in order to combat this thing, this zeitgeist, because it is literally taking a life of its own, this zeitgeist that exists within our communities. We can no longer afford to have this happen. If you are listening to my voice right now over the radio, if you're listening to my voice right now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Wow. You felt this. You know what I'm talking about. You may not have gone through the exact discounted thing that I'm talking about, but you saw what happened with your electric bill. You saw it. Unless you get solar energy, and this is what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. There are ways to combat this. We come together, put our dollars together. Churches can take the lead because that's usually the center of our community. That's right. Mm -hmm. Churches can take the lead and help us to get the funding that we need. Yes, we can. Right? That's okay. Um, and and get this solar microgrids put up that are connected into Tico mm-hmm. so that we get the discounts set up and make sure that people are, are getting the, are getting real discounts. Mm-hmm. In other words, th- listen, you put you put solar on the house, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Your right. bill goes down by more than fifty percent. Wow. Yeah, it does. I heard that, yeah. It, it happens. If yours is connected properly, that's what it is. Wow. Uh, and, and not to mention the fact that when you when you are in a disaster situation, there are ways to store energy in a battery mm-hmm. so that it's like a generator. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. There are ways to do that. Uh, what I want to do right now is go to the phone lines. Go to the phone lines right now. Talk to these folks that are online. I know they're probably talking about what happened when we discussed it first. But let's, let's see what happens. Let's go. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yes, Chris Steiner calling back. Um, you'd misconstrued what I had asked. I had asked if Russia was involved with helping Syria attack its own people with chemical weapons. And the question remains, uh, did Syria even attack its own people with chemical weapons? Also, with Nigeria, more important than the fertilizer shortage is that Nigerian farmers can't afford to buy it due to the economic crash caused by the mandating of the digital currency along with the digital ID. Um, the outlawing of cash, and uh, as expected, Mobili cut me off, so I couldn't respond. Uh, then you both misconstrued what I asked. So um, how did Russia help Syria use chemical weapons on its own people? 
And I did not say Russia wasn't helping Syria, as you both had claimed. I said, I did not say there wasn't a lack of fertilizer from Ukraine. I said the cause of Nigeria's revolution is cash being outlawed and digital currency imposed, causing mass poverty. Uh, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that there's. I, I need to actually go back and and look at that again. Um, but the. But what I was making a point of was saying that Russia was in fact there. I'm not. In, I'm not entirely certain what their role was. They in were that providing particular. air cover. Were, were they providing air cover? Yeah. Okay. They were helping the airplanes provide air cover to shoot down. Now they say they were fighting terrorism, but they were fighting right, his right, opposition. Right, right. So, so, so here, so Chris, this is what this is what was happening in Syria. At the start of at, at the, when Syria, when Syria was going, when Syria was going, was was in shambles. When it started to be destabilized, which is has never really been, ugh, Syria's been a mess for a while. But when it became really destabilized back then, how long ago was that? Like, I want to say five, six years ago, maybe. Maybe even 10. During the Arab Spring, it was 20. Okay, so it was about 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago. Um, so anyway, um, when, when it happened, what ended up happening was you had you have people. Can you hear me? Have I been turned down? You no, know, you've, been, you've been turned down probably if, if you're talking over me. So yeah, uh, you, you want to hear, hear what I'm about to say. Okay? So this is what's happening. Uh, you have Syria, and you had a despot, a despotic leader. In Syria, and this guy is going out, and he's he, he's saying that he's going to he's telling these people, listen, I'm going I'm going to gas you, I'm going to gas you. United States has made it clear, listen, if you do this, we we have a problem, we have a serious problem. Uh, the people um, are have been infiltrated because of the of the of the destabilizing nature of what was going on in Syria have been infiltrated by Al Qaeda. And uh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 point being, that is what happened. And so when they infiltrated, what ended up happening was the um, uh, leadership, uh, the the uh, president. I can't forget his name now. I'm not because I haven't prepared for this particular discussion. But but the bottom line was there was there was involvement, Russian involvement. In that, in this whole, in this whole process, and there was a concern on the part of the United States with with this issue, because partly because of that, partly because of that. Yeah. But the other part of it was the the there were humanitarian efforts um, to try to keep the people out of this uh, out of this cell, the terrorist cell that had infiltrated this thing. Um, and, and see that way, what ends up happening is you have the people that are caught between a despot. And a terrorist cell, that's a problem. That's an undeniable fact. Now, that much I can tell you in terms of the dynamics. But we can, what I cannot remember entirely was what specifically was the role of Russia in this particular uh, case, okay? So we, we'll have a discussion about that another time. But let's, let's go to the next call. All right, caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. I mean, come on, man. You, I belong to the Billy fan club, too. Now, this guy used to try to call twice. <laughs> hey, I mean, come on, man. Hey, hey Chris, get the call twice. Uh, let me ask this, my man, Billy fan club, okay? <laughs> what's going on, Doc? What's, what's your question, I'm man? Fine. I'm fine. Hey, listen, I wanted to tell you directly to the case. Last week, I've never seen before, I kept telling people, that this thing is happening over the Middle East is a blowback from Netanyahu's mischief that he's been engaged with. And he, he always, they talk about Hamas. He is in bed with Hamas. In fact, here's an article written by, pull it up, Paul Schneider, okay? Times of Israel, okay? And I heard this yesterday on the Polish channel, too. Maybe Anthony Robbins talked about this. He says, for years, Netanyahu propped up Hamas. Now it's blown up in our faces. Read this stuff. I keep telling people, man, uh, he funded Hamas over over PLO, the the Yasser mm, and mm. now he is funding. He funded Hamas over uh, uh, Mahmoud Abbas's Palestinian Authority uh, organization. 
Uh, uh, so now it's coming back to bite him. Is what you're saying? Why are we doing his dirty work? And in fact, read about a guy in in the the national security minister that Netanyahu's like a guy named Ben Gavir. You ever heard of him? No. That, pull this stuff up, man. This is right out of the news. He says that we need to deport. In fact, he says we're deporting Netanyahu on September 3rd. Came up with a plan to deport all Africans from. From Israel, even the Falad, even the the, the Jews. Oh yeah, we know, we're aware of that one. We've had we've had shows about this well, issue. Written, man, this guy, this guy created this this mess, and now we are here trying to try. Why should we, especially black folk, go out and fight his the 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 blowback, his blowback and stuff? And we come over to fight, and then we come back here and can't even vote. Or then we're told our our history is young kids. Their history is away. What are we in here fighting for? So, I mean, this, the people need to understand that this guy has for years funded. He wrecked the peace agreement with Oslo Accords, uh, where the PLO was recognizing his. Well, yeah, that's what that did Directed by by supporting Hamas. The, the blind shake, okay, and then turned around, and now he's funding uh, uh, the, the Hamas again uh, against uh, Mahmoud Abbas uh, Mahmoud uh, to, to, to destroy the two. And this is the times of Israel talking. Well, you know what, Doc? Let, let me say this. That, that's a good point. Let, let me let me uh, point this out. Um, I think that one of the things we need to do, Mavili, is we need to have a show. That really, that really outlines the relationships there, so people understand the historical outlines and historic, uh, and, and the relationships. Um, why would Netanyahu do such a thing, right? Um, what, where are the, um, the the factors regarding in the timelines regarding this whole thing? Because there was a muddied history regarding the PLO. And the formation of Hamas, it was, um, and, and 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 around that time was was the time when, um, uh, gosh, uh, the the, lead, the the Israeli leader who was trying to bring peace, um, Yishat Rabin, Yishat Rabin was assassinated, uh, and I believe he was assassinated in 1995. Uh, he was assassinated by one of his own, by by um, Israeli um, extremists. And then, you know, much like the same thing that happened with Anwar Sadat. Uh, because when he brought peace, uh, it, jeopardized, it jeopardized some things that uh, the Arab world wanted and needed and gave land. I think it was the Sinai, the Sinai Peninsula was given up as a, as a result of the, of the peace accord. Yeah, um, they gave land. Right. Um yeah, that's, we probably should do a show on that because there is a, a sort of belief that there was a divide and rule policy mm-hmm. where you had to weaken the PLO in order to you know, to preserve your own power right. in Israel. So right. Netanyahu did. So I think we should probably get some professors on here to talk about that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, we, have, and we have one of our own uh, members uh, Yusuf Afifi, who's a member of the Fourth Estate Group. Yeah, he's from there. He's he's actually actually um, actually traveled there quite a bit and been involved in some of the things. Not 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 in the actual. When I say involved in things, he's uh-huh. seen a lot of the stuff that was going on and can give a um, um, and, and can give some give some information about it. Um, we also so have a true talk show here on WMNF. Um, Fridays, I do believe. Okay, let's, let's do that. I think we ought to do that. On Thursdays, I'm sorry. Thursdays at noon is part of the Thursday public affairs. Okay, all right. Um, real quick, uh, I want to point out that with regard to the play to Hell and Back, a portion of our proceeds, I'm just giving this information, a portion of the proceeds will go back to a local ministry to help with a building fund. Um, and that's that's always good. It's always good, so especially when, when you're when you're supporting a building fund um, for this type of talent. Yeah, for this type of talent, that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. So again, we want to thank uh, Nasir Fanning for coming in uh, with Debbie Presley, and uh, again Saturday, November 11th at 7 p.m. Um, folks go out to the Center of the Arts at Wesley Chapel 
uh, purchase your tickets for To Hell and Back at kingdomacting.com. Kingdomacting.com. All right? Peace to you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, we don't have much time. We're going to have to wrap it up, guys. God, uh, <laughs> the, now the lights just start popping on. People start calling now, right? And we're getting to them. We're getting to them. Um, it's unfortunate we're not able to take any more calls. It's now 9.58, 9.58 um, this Sunday afternoon, uh, morning, excuse me. Um, we thank you for the time. We thank you for calling us. Uh, call again next week uh, on the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Tampa. Of course, next up next will be the postmodern Hootenanny coming your way. So keep it tuned as we get back to the music here on your non-commercial radio station. And we do need your support. Go to WMNF.org and click on the donate button and specify the Sunday forum and continue to show some love to this Sunday morning public affairs program. Up next is headlines from National Public Radio News. And then, of course, as I said, Dan Lehman, Ed Lehman coming your way with Post Martin Hootenanny.